Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Our text for this last Sunday in the church year is taken from St. Matthew's Gospel today and the story of the sheep and the goats. Let's go ahead and begin with the word of prayer. Father in heaven, we give you thanks this day that you have granted to us the hearing of your word. We thank you, Lord, that uh, you have placed this now into our ears so it might be found in our hearts and then on our lips so the world would know the salvation we have in Jesus Christ. We pray now uh, that you would grant us faith to trust your promises and boldness to share it. And Lord, teach us how we can support and encourage one another in proclaiming this message. And may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. We live in a time when truth is under attack. Facts no longer matter nearly as much as a narrative that sells. Right and wrong have been replaced by feelings. Morality has been replaced by the therapeutic. And so, messages that claim to know what is true are often seen as uh, archaic or oppressive or even closed-minded. A book like the Bible will come along and claim to deliver the ultimate truth about God and His creation and His will and all of His purposes, uh, and what it brings in its words are not going to be welcomed by this world. What's more than preachers who go forth proclaiming the truths uh, in that scripture to the world can expect to be canceled and labeled and rejected, especially when they preach the truth of that word that says, you, in fact, are not God. You are in need of a Savior from His wrath that is to come upon sinners you are one of those sinners, and you need someone to save you. And even though the preacher's job is to bring you the good news of that salvation, to bring you the gospel that Jesus Christ has come to forgive you, that message and those messengers will not be welcomed. After all, they're excluding other gods and other saviors. We must understand that to reject those who preach the truth of God's word to reject Jesus himself. And to reject Jesus is, the, is to despise the only one who offers any salvation on the day of judgment. To oppose the mission of the church, that is, to oppose the proclamation of the gospel, is to stand opposed to God and thus look into the face of God with no hope on the day of judgment. Now, I know that's not a real chipper opening to a sermon here today. I know it sounds harsh. But here in this text, we find that we are now at the point where there is no time for niceties. Uh, today in our reading from the Gospel, Jesus is speaking to us now about His return to judge the living and the dead. And He's talking to us about how that judgment is actually going to go down. And He doesn't speak soothingly. He doesn't speak therapeutically here. No, He is very stark and real in the way He shows us how the judgment will take place. He said it's going to happen like this. I'm going to return and I'm going to be with all of my angels and my angels are then going to go out and gather before me all the nations of the earth. And this is really a way of saying everyone who has ever lived. And at that point, I'm going to separate everybody out, says Jesus, as the sheep are separated from the goats by their shepherd. And so the question comes, who are the sheep and who are the goats? Well, the sheep are those who have been graciously saved by our Lord Jesus Christ. The sheep are those that we refer to as the blessed ones. Listen to what Jesus says. Then the king will say to those on his right, 
Come, you who are blessed by my Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. The sheep are those who have a kingdom prepared for them from before the foundation of the world by God. They're the ones God has saved by his grace alone. This language of blessed, come to me you who are blessed by my Father. Blessed is a gospel word. It is a grace word. It's a gift word. If you read blessed in the Old Testament, you'll come across it like in the Psalms where it says blessed is the one whose sins are forgiven and whose transgressions are covered. To be a sheep is to be forgiven of your sins. They have your transgressions covered so that you have nothing to fear on the day of judgment. For Jesus Christ, your good shepherd, has sought you out. He has carried you back into his flock. He has forgiven you all of your sins and he has promised you eternal life. The sheep are those then who have faith in that work of Christ, who trust not themselves, don't trust anything else, but they trust the truth that Jesus Christ alone is their Savior. Now the question might come up then, how does that forgiveness get out? How does that faith get out? How does Jesus actually carry out the process of gathering his sheep into his fold? Well, Jesus has decided that he's going to do this by sending out messengers, delivery boys, if you will, who will go around and bring the good news of salvation to the world. Remember the Great Commission, uh, those words he spoke to his disciples at the very end of the Gospel of Matthew, when he says this to his disciples, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And then catch this, he says, and surely, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So Jesus decides to go out with his disciples in their mission to bring good news into the world, to gather the sheep back into the fold by means of the preaching of the word and by baptism. The sheep then are those who have received those gifts, who have heard the preaching of the word, who have been baptized into the faith, and who believe it. You, you are one of those sheep because you have heard, you have believed the good news that Jesus Christ has died for you. Blessed are you for your sins were forgiven in baptism. Your sins are forgiven in the Lord's Supper. Your sins are forgiven even as you hear the word now. You are blessed by the Father in heaven and saved by his grace. The word has come to you and Jesus is with that word gathering you into his fold. But, as we see throughout the rest of Matthew's gospel, if we pay close attention to these things, what we will find is that though Jesus goes out with his disciples to to spread this message throughout the world, to gather all nations before him, the world is not going to uh, welcome those messengers. The world will not be happy to hear what they have to say. Those who bring the bright light into the darkness to bring truth into a world built on power and lies are going to face rejection. They will be imprisoned, starved, persecuted, mocked, forced to wander in shame. The world will reject those messengers. Now Jesus, in in referencing this today to the sheep, says this to the sheep, The world will reject those who bring the word, but you didn't do that. You didn't reject those who brought the word. You didn't get in the way of it. 
You saw those preachers and you fed them. You, made them give, you gave them something to drink. When they were in prison, you visited them. When they didn't have clothes, you clothed them. When they were rejected and despised, you welcomed them into your homes and you cared for them. You cared for the ones who carried the word to you. And Jesus says today, let me tell you something. When you were caring for them, you were caring for me. For I am with them always, even to the end of the age. Truly I say to you, says Jesus, as you did it for one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it for me. What Jesus is telling us today is not something like this, that if you want to be saved, you better take care of people who are in need. That's not what he's getting at, though it's very good to take care of people who are in need. What he's telling us today is this is that those sheep who are saved by grace, who are rewarded, uh, those sheep who are saved by His grace alone will be rewarded and praised on the day of judgment because they supported the ministry of the Word. The idea here is that the sheep knew that the world needed salvation desperately. And the world wasn't going to welcome that truth. But they knew Christ wanted His message preached So they did all they could to make sure the message got out and the messengers were sent. They attended worship. They gave their offerings. They supported missionaries. They supported seminaries. They prayed for their pastors and their church workers. They cared for those who carried God's word to them. And in so doing, they honored Christ. Jesus, who has gathered those sheep into his fold, who has saved them by his grace, by dying and rising for them, graciously took notice and is pleased with their work and rejoices over it. How wonderful. What a beautiful picture here today of how Jesus receives those who support his work. It's a beautiful picture, but it's also contrasted a rather terrifying picture. See, the sheep know that this gospel message needs to be proclaimed into a world, but it's going to be ill-received because this is a world filled (laughs) with goats. And the goats were those who stood opposed to the spreading of the word. They did nothing to further the preaching of the word. In fact, they stood against it. Now, it's interesting, as you read this passage somewhat closely, you find that the goats weren't necessarily active in trying to stop the preaching of the word, but they didn't help it out either. They didn't do anything good for it. We might call these the sins of omission. There were things they left undone. They didn't care for Christ or his church. Instead, they let it starve. Their faith, after all, was placed elsewhere. They had no time for the Word of God because they were busy with their own lives, their own issues, their own gods, their own pride. And when the Word of God confronted them with preachers uh, coming to give gifts of Christ and His salvation, they rejected the gift and slammed the doors and the faces of the delivery boys. They rejected that which would save them. They did not support it. Now, they think in the the account here that if they'd known that jesus was there in that word if that jesus was present there they totally would have supported it then they say when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you in other words look if we'd only known we had that opportunity we would have taken it if we'd known you were going to be upset or we were going to be judged by this we would have done what was necessary but you see at this point 
Jesus has no time, or perhaps we should say no eternal life of joy for uh, those and their vain pleading who have rejected his words and despised his beloved church. Jesus says, these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. This is a terrifying message for those who oppose the preaching of Christ's word. It's a terrifying message for those who try to silence the truth of what God has to say to us. Those who reject the scriptures or reject uh, what God has to say will face this judgment. The judgment of eternal punishment. So it's a terrifying thing. And yet the sheep know the power of the word. So the sheep support the preaching of the word. They see the necessity of this preaching, this proclamation of the gospel of forgiveness in this day. See, so many have been deceived by this idea that there is no truth or there are multiple truths or there is no God or God is just sort of anything you find your path to, some sort of higher power. So many people are appealing to these falsehoods that will lead them to judgment. See, Jesus is in fact as a matter of truth, coming to judge the living and the dead. And the only way anyone can stand before him on that great and terrifying day is to have their sins forgiven by him. And so this is what he has done. He has sent out his messengers into the world to proclaim this forgiveness of sins and to gather the sheep into his fold. And he calls us, you and I, not only to proclaim this message, to do all that we can to encourage the spreading of this message. And you know the goodness of this message. It's the message that falls upon your ears today. You blessed, beloved sheep of the Good Shepherd. The good news that Jesus Christ, yes, is coming to judge the living and the dead, that He is coming back also for you on that great day. And what a day it will be, one of joy and laughter as Jesus welcomes you into the place prepared for you through His shed blood on the cross. A place at His table full of feasting and joy. A place where His truth will shine like the sun and His face will shine upon you with love, beaming love for all of eternity. This is the truth. Jesus Christ has prepared this for you. And whether the world wants to hear it or not, it is a truth that we are to proclaim. God's word must be spread. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we pray for you to come soon. We pray that you would return to mete out justice to make all things right, and finally, Lord, to bring us into your presence. We look forward to this day with joy, but now, Lord, in the meantime, we pray that we would be bold in supporting and sharing your message so that others might come to know this saving grace that they have in you and find salvation on that day of judgment. We ask this, Jesus, in your most precious name.